Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Thanks for listening to the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Another day, another time to react to uh, what what clearly is what clearly is a trend in the NFL, which is the unhappy quarterback who's not likely to be moved, <laughs> who wants to who wants to explore the possibility. Um, I I said this yesterday that uh, I I do like uh, Russell Wilson a great deal, a great deal, uh, but what I I don't think is possible is or reasonable is the Seattle Seahawks moving on from Russell Wilson. There is a, there is a speculatory discussion to have. We'll go in a second, but I found it at, at, at minimum, at minimum interesting that, uh, that there were four teams put out there where Russell Wilson would consider and, Three of these, those teams don't have a quarterback under contract. And of course, what, what I said yesterday, and this is kind of the reality of what I've gotten from people in the NFL. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio, broadcasting from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. What, what, what's, what's interesting is, one, well, look, it allows us to speculate. And two, two, he essentially came up with a list. And I said this yesterday, if you, you missed it, it's uh, lots of people have had this discussion with their significant other. Usually it's tongue planted firmly in cheek, but sometimes there's a little bit of truth. It's like, look, what's your list? You like your dream list. You know, you got Clooney, you got Lenny Kravitz, you got, you kind of go through the list of like, who are the best looking dudes? You're like, all right. And so then, of course, immediately the guy thinks of his list. You're like, okay, Mila Kunis, and you start to think that. Like, you start to think of all these different names of of women, and then this the, there there gets the second one to where like, wait a second, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, are you serious about this list? You're like, well, not really, but could I be? <laughs> well, why don't you have 
you know, why don't you have, uh, you know, pick said star. Why don't you have Halle Berry come and get you a beer or, you know, Hey honey, we want to go out for a drink. Why don't you ask Halle Berry to go out for a drink? And that's really where Seattle is right now. You know, that as much as this is a, a clear battle of wills, I want to do it my way. And I, I think there's, the world is gray. It is not black and white. It is just not. I understand that sports talk has become political talk where one person's on the left and one person's on the right and LeBron's either the greatest ever or he's a bum. But the truth is, there's a lot of gray to it. Should you listen to Russell Wilson? Absolutely. Should he be making uh, personnel decisions? Absolutely not. <laughs> you know, we all like to say, well, well, Tom Brady did like, okay, but Tom Brady didn't pick the offensive linemen. They were already picked. Tom Brady didn't pick the wide receivers. They were already picked. Yeah, he got to bring Rob Gronkowski with him. That's his boy. He happened to be under, in retirement, still under contract, and he found a way to make it work. And Antonio Brown, and I told you before, I'm sure that ticked him off. He's sitting there going like, we could have had Antonio Brown. He wanted to work out with me. He wanted to play with me. And the Seattle Seahawks didn't want to keep him. That's because the Seattle Seahawks are sitting there going like, dude, we cannot have. He is a train wreck off the field. Whereas Brady could say he can live with me. He'll be under my watchful eye. He's from the state of Florida, but we're in Tampa. We're away from some of the nonsense. I'll make it find a way to make it work like Seattle politically and Tampa politically are two totally different places. And for Russell Wilson to not understand that it's just obtuse to the reality, right? I mean, it's the same reason that new England couldn't hold on to Antonio Brown. One every day, there was something else coming out. And two, Remember, the owner had his deal like we just we can't treat women and children this way and 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 expect for it to be OK. And Tampa was like, we just want to win. We don't care. Just make sure he doesn't get in trouble. It's eight games and playoffs. The world is gray. It's not black and white. And the gray area is all these people. Well, you got to listen to Russell Wilson like, no, you don't. No, you don't. Do you have to at least nod? And this, this is, I have this discussion all the time with people. Well, you know, why are we having a discussion if you're going to do it your way? Like, no, we have a discussion, but ultimately somebody has to make a decision. And just because we have a meeting of the minds does not mean that you get your way or any one person always gets their way. You have a discussion and then ultimately somebody has to make a decision. And guess what? Russell Wilson doesn't make those decisions. And the agent playing this game through the media like, you know the reality of it. They're not giving him up. They're not trading a guy because, as we told you yesterday, the hit rate on first-round draft picks is like 53%. And that's not even counting quarterbacks, let alone superstar quarterbacks. So you think they're going to just give him up? For three first-round picks? No, it's got to be a player. got to be players coming back. Which, okay, now comes the fun part. For the record. For the record. Uh, I don't believe for one second, for one second, that they're going to trade Russell Wilson. This is one of those, you just got to kind of withstand stuff and be like, eh. okay, got it, noted. Right, because remember, the same guys running the franchise, the same guys coaching the franchise, are the same guys that had the foresight and wherewithal to select Russell Wilson, even though others passed. And then they had the foresight to build the entire thing around Russell Wilson. So what Russell Wilson is saying is, hey, these guys are smart enough to draft me, but dumb enough to not put me in an advantageous situation where I can win another championship. Does anybody else see that as uh, hypocritical? But let's speculate for a second. All right, there's four teams. There's the Bears. There's the Raiders. There's the Saints. There's the Cowboys. Right? So, of those teams, Derek Carr is working towards an extension. Would you rather have Russell Wilson than Derek Carr? Of course you would. Russell Wilson's a better quarterback than Derek Carr. So much so that you're going to upend your entire franchise? No. 
Uh, the Raiders have worked hard to rebuild their entire franchise. And though Carr has some limitations, Carr actually had a pretty good season. Russell Wilson kind of struggled. And they have so many other, they got to fix the defense. Like the offense is not what doesn't need to be fixed. My guess is the Vegas infatuation is about one playing for Gruden. You know, who people still see as a great offensive mind. And look what he can do with Derek. If he can do that with Derek Carr, what can he do with me? And they have a legit running game and they've rebuilt that offensive line. But I think Vegas is a major pull in that. Right, that his wife is a performer and this would allow them to live in Vegas and be. And, and even though Derek Carr has played a season as the, the Vegas Raiders quarterback, because there hasn't been any fans, it hasn't yet hit. Next year, it is going to hit. It is going to be a thing. It is going to be a happening in Las Vegas. Mark that down. All right, the Cowboys. It's the Cowboys. Plus, they have weapons galore. But uh, Russell Wilson wants, when you're in Seattle, you feel like you're in a different country. And I'm sure he's a guy who loves the attention, who loves the spotlight. In addition to which, he probably looks at what they're throwing out there and says, I'm, I'm a better version of Dak. If I was in that offense, I could throw for 5,000 yards. Same thing happens with the Saints. And with the Bears, I would guess it's market size, it's defense, it's quarterback starved. And imagine what the Bears would look like if they had a quarterback. The only one that really makes sense is the Cowboys and trading for trading Dak. And I would actually love it for Dallas. I just wouldn't give up any picks in return. Maybe one. It, it, takes, the, it takes the Dak Prescott contract off of our books. And it makes Russell Wilson's already under contract and you can kick that can down the road in terms of when you want to redo his contract. It's the only one that makes sense. The problem with it though is problem with it is I feel like the Cowboys are emotionally, emotionally committed, emotionally committed to Dak Prescott as their quarterback. And while so many fans think of, the glitz and the glamour to going out and getting an elite quarterback who's actually won a Super Bowl as opposed to one who hasn't won the playoffs. Imagine what it says to players in that locker room where, you know, you're drafted, you don't make a bunch of money, you're franchise tagged once, and then when something bigger, brighter, and better comes along, you jettison that guy to get the latest and greatest thing. There, there, there is, in fact, loyalty in sports. You've got to be very careful if you can upset the chemistry of a locker room simply by going after the bright, shiny object. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, 
We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. We're going to try and have a legit discussion. This is a hard one. Have a legit discussion about LeBron James and politics um, in a moment. Okay, we're going to try. It's, it's very, very difficult to, to have these because we all collectively seem to lose our minds. Uh, first, let me just inform you that the Doug Gottlieb Show is broadcast live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 888-FARMERS, and you could save some money on insurance immediately. Um, all right, so let's... let's farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Let's have this discussion. Um, LeBron James is obviously a prominent, prominent figure in the, in the world of sports. And he's, a, he's become a guy who's put himself into the political spectrum. Uh, this goes back to when Hillary Clinton was running for president. And of course, uh, he pushed back against President Trump and many of his policies and uh, continues to be very politically active. Now, there were some Fox News hopes. I host, was it Laura Ingram who famously said, shut up and dribble? I think it was Laura Ingram who famously said, shut up and dribble. And Laura Ingram, of course, works for Fox News or did at the time. I don't know. I, 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 going to be honest with you I, I don't watch political news if she still does okay so she said shut up in trouble um and of course there's a general pushback from athletes and there's the i am more than an athlete kind of campaign if you will this was a Zlat, zlatan ibrahimovic of course superstar soccer player la galaxy oh he plays for milan now my bad, I didn't even know, man. As of last year, he went back? Okay. So, uh, great soccer player, not a citizen of the United States, has spent a couple of, uh, of years here, opinionated, outgoing, superstar, soccer player. He had this to say. He's a phenomenon in what he's doing, but I don't like when people, when they have a, they, some kind of status and they go in and they do politics at the same time what they're doing. I mean, do what you're good at. Do the category you do. I play football because I'm the best in playing football. I don't do politics. If I would be a political politician, I would do politics. That is the first mistake people do when they become famous and they come in a certain st uh, status. Stay out of it. Just do what you're best at because it doesn't look good. So here's what you're going to get. You're going to get a pushback from people. They'll be the, he's not American. He doesn't understand. You don't understand what it's like to be black in America. Uh, you don't understand uh, uh, what's happening in our politics. This is just shut up and dribble, you know, and I'm sure you're going to get the, if, if LeBron was white, he wouldn't say it all of the, right. You're going to get all of that general reaction. And by the way, most people, most people are going to push back against Zlatan, not against the, the messenger, not against the actual message. Okay. Now, my feeling is, again, the world is gray. 
I don't believe you have to stay out of politics. I also don't believe you have to be politically active. Tom Brady, the only thing political we ever saw from him was the Make America Great hat, which was in his locker. We don't know if he's a Trumper or not. We don't know if he was a Trumper, and at some point in time, he's like, I'm out. Right? We have no, or he did the, the Mark Cuban. And for that reason, I'm out, right? We, we, don't, we have no idea. And I've been on other people's podcasts, and they said, well, why didn't Tom Brady take a stand for Black Lives Matter with all his black teammates? And they're like, because you know what? You don't actually have to. So let me explain the stance that most people really believe, but they're afraid to admit. Okay. First, LeBron James is absolutely able to put himself in the political arena, even though that is not, nor should it be his primary focus. It's his country, just like it's my country. He pays taxes more than I do, just like I pay taxes. He has every right to have every opinion that he has on politics. Every single one. He has every right. On the same token, I have every right to have opinions on politics that may differ from his. And Tom Brady has every right to not share his opinions. And that's part one. Here's part two. Zlatan's generally right. Generally right from this perspective is like, look, if you really want to get into politics, you got to know a lot. Of, there's, a, there's a conflicting alliances and it's where LeBron has gotten exposed a little bit with his lack of calling out China for their nationwide indiscretions. Now, do I think that you have to, as an American citizen, comment on another country and their policies? You don't because you don't live in that country. You don't have to share their morals or their ethics, nor do they have to share ours. The difference, though, is when you do business with that country, you can withhold your business, especially as the type of entrepreneur that LeBron James has, if you want to. Like for me, if I say don't do anything with China and I'm not going to buy any Chinese products, it doesn't do anything. The Chinese are like, I don't care. It doesn't really matter. But I can just say, hey, like, look, my ethics aren't their ethics. I don't agree with them. But I don't do millions of dollars of business with China. So he looks like a hypocrite. And it's unfair to call out other officials as hypocrites or for their policies when you, you don't live that same life. And, and some of this is like, look, you just don't have the time or the bandwidth. He's got his family. He's got his businesses. He's got his kids. And he's got his sport. But here's the last part. Okay? If LeBron James chooses to dive into the political field, the pli- political main, minefield. Bro, th- th- it's a completely different world of mudslinging. Like the only thing we can say negative about LeBron James is when he's come up short in the NBA finals and how he's not the, or he's, he's not Jordan and he's not the greatest of all time. And if he was the greatest, why didn't he win more with the Cavs? Well, they had the super team in Golden State. He had a super team. He had a super team in Miami. He won two out of four titles. Like that's the, literally the only thing we can say bad about him. Right? And in that, well, it used to be all about when you don't have LeBron, look at their record. Now you have LeBron, you don't have Anthony Davis, look at their record. Like that's, you compare that to politics? Dude, politics is vicious. And if you want to put yourself into that political spectrum, you can. But don't expect people to treat you nice. Like you're, you're inarguably one of the greatest basketball players ever. You're just a, a guy. In politics, you're just a self-made multi, 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 multi millionaire, maybe someday billionaire. And it's the it's the bro, you're really, really bright for a basketball player. But there are people in the political world or in the business world that are they're just this is what they've done their whole lives. And they are way smarter as politicians and they understand all of the different history, all the different. So and and look, I, I would say this. This is what. Democrats tried to do with, with, with Hillary Clinton. Like if you were critical of Hillary Clinton, oh, you're just a sexist. Like, no, we're critical of everybody who's a politician. That's the way it works. It's, it's like being quarterback. 
well, you're only being critical of him because, no, we're critical of everybody who's a quarterback. That's how it works. So I don't, I would, I generally agree with Zlatan, which is like, if you want to do politics, do politics. If you want to do basketball, do basketball. It's really hard to do both. You know, it's hard. I generally agree with him, but he has the right to share his political opinions, right? It's just like, you have the right to kneel before the flag. You have the right. You have the right to burn the flag. I have the right to think whatever I want to think about what your actions are. That's the way this deal works. That's the way it works. And if you don't like that, okay, you're going to have to, it does not going to change. That is the, those are the amendments of the constitution, the bill of rights, which like the idea of a democracy is, can you stand up and not just defend your beliefs, but can you allow somebody else's beliefs to be aired? That's how it works. You have the right to share your opinions. You have the right to keep them to yourself. But if you share your opinions, understand, psst, not everybody agrees with you. And within reason, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. So I, I think it's really, really important, really important for us to listen to Zlatan and listen to the message. Don't do the shoot the messenger thing. What he's saying is a belief a lot of people hold, 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 hold to be true. And I generally think it is true. It is the way in which you should see things. That, that's my belief, just because it's really hard to be great at multiple things. It just is. And that guy puts a million dollars into his body so that he can be the best conditioned at, at basketball player of all time. That guy spends a ton of time with his family. That guy has other business interests. He's allowed to have his political opinions, but you put your, if you to, dip your toe into that water, understand if you think that Skip Bayless is a harsh critic, you ain't seen nothing yet. And by my estimation, the, the, the biggest problem with athletes, actors, actresses that want to share their political feelings and get into that world, like, oh, LeBron wants to run for president. Good luck with it. It's completely different in how we dissect you. Do I think it's right? No. But I also know that's the game, and how it's played. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Michael Sean Duggar joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Right? Follow him on social media. They can read his piece that he wrote uh, on on Russ Wilson. Uh, uh, Mike Sean, how are you? How are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I got. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, man. I got people listening, man. They gonna have me let you know my last name Dugar, pronounced oh, my- Dugar. My bad. No, it's all good. I just can't. You know, I got ten people listening. They be texting like, "Mike, how you let them do that?" It's like I gotta, I gotta do it. All right, all right. Why? Why? Take take me back. Why do you think Russell, who's he's always been a guy who's wanted to almost be a politician in the media, right? Like the it's almost it's it's kind of over the top cheese ball, a little bit cringe worthy in that. So oftentimes we don't feel like we're getting the real Russell Wilson. Now we're getting a real Russell Wilson, and he appears to be a little more than a little disgruntled. Why do you think we've seen the turn? Um, I mean, the clock's ticking. You know what I mean? Like, he's, in, he's about to enter, what, year 10? You know, and he really wants to be great. That's the thing that we kind of overlook with kind of the cheesy stuff. Like, when he says, oh, yeah, you know, I want to be great, and I want to be legendary, all that stuff. Like, oh, that's cute. It was like, no, no, no. He's very serious. Like he sees Brady go to ten Super Bowls, and it was like, well, cool. I can just go to eleven. And we're all hearing that, like, um, excuse me. Um, and he's like, no, why not? Right? And that's why a guy like that names his foundation the Why Not Why Not You Foundation because he really kicks it that way. And so he gets into year. He finishes year nine. He's like, man, I done thrown forty touchdowns. I done led the league in touchdowns. I'm throwing as much as I can. You know, I'm trying to win MVP. I'm trying to win a Super Bowl. And we're just not getting close. He's getting fed up. You know what I mean? He's not going to be 32 or whatever he is right now. He's not going to be young forever. You know what I mean? He's got to eventually, you know, get back to some Super Bowls and win one and win another and win another. And he recognizes, like, yo, getting old around here, man. Pete, if you're not going to have a sense of urgency and get us where we need to be, then get me up out of here. But the reality is he's under contract. The reality is that he didn't play great at the end of last year. The reality is that as as talented as he is, you know, one of the reasons they've struggled to protect him for multiple reasons. One, they haven't obviously haven't drafted that well with the offensive line, but it's not for lack of trying. They've drafted, they've traded for, uh, you know, Dwayne Brown, they, they traded for whatever, but he also he holds the ball a lot based upon how he plays. Like there are some, he is as, as much as he's the solution to many of their problems, he also is a, a little bit part of the problem, is he not? Oh, yeah. I, I was about to say 100%, but that's unfair to Russell. He absolutely is part of it, though. I think two things are very true with Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. One, Russell Wilson plays a style of football that lends itself to a lot of hits and a lot of sacks. That's just a fact. I don't care what Russell says. That is true. Check the tape, right? Part two of that is the Seahawks also put bad linemen in front of them. Like, it's a double whammy. Like, that is how you end up getting sacked more than any QB in the league over the last nine years. It's a double whammy. Right? So, yeah, of course, and that would be Pete Carroll's rebuttal. Pete Carroll probably hears that 394 sack number that Russell's put out there and goes, okay, sir, how many of those are you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if I put five all pros in front of you, are you still running around playing backyard football and taking more hits and sacks than a more traditional pocket passer? Right? And, we're, and there's still flaws in that argument, too, because some of those backyard plays are what makes him great. But it's the fact that he does have those, and they do lend themselves to sacks. And I think that really is also at the core of why there's a stalemate between the Seahawks and Russell Wilson, because everyone in the room arguing is right. But at the same time, everyone in the room arguing has flaws in their argument, too. And if they can't agree, well, then you get leaks to the media and stuff, and you get where we are now. Okay, so in your mind, any way they trade him? This year, I just don't see it. Um, I think that, and I just, I was tweeting this too because I was thinking about this out loud the other day. How much trade power does a quarterback really have? Like, it's not actually a ton. You know, because if I'm Pete Carroll and I go, okay, I got two options. I can just not have a quarterback by trading him or have an unhappy quarterback. Well, in the sake of job security, give me the unhappy quarterback 10 times out of 10. 
right? Unless my unhappy quarterback is going to, you know, abstain from work. Or you swipe your key card into our Seahawks practice facility, you could be mad as hell. I don't really care because you're going to show up and play well. So I don't think they trade him because they they can call his bluff relatively easily. You can apply all of those same things to the Houston situation with Deshaun. Russ doesn't have that much leverage in this situation because Pete Carroll doesn't want to get fired, uh, which is what happened if he would trade his quarterback and have to rebuild. Because he doesn't want to have to do that, he's going to keep Russell as long as he can. Now, next year, if we're right here again after they lost in the wild card round or even a divisional round, then I don't know. Like at that point, it's a little bit more financially stable. Pete Carroll might not be, you know, in very good standing with ownership if he just keeps falling short. Next year might be a different discussion, but right now, I don't think Russ has the leverage to just force himself out. Uh, what do they do in the offseason to, to tinker? I mean, I know they, they went out, got a new offense coordinator, and supposedly Russ was part of that discussion. What, what do they do to, to help uh, fix this team? You know, I, I'm actually right when I hopped on with you, I was writing like a 12-step offseason plan for the Seahawks. I should just fax it to Pete. I don't know if people fax things anymore, <laughs> but um, the first item on the list is fix things with Russell, right, and let him know hey, man, if you want an O-line, he wants to buy one, cool, man, screw it. We'll buy one. You know, that means we got to overpay for, like, Corey Lindsley of Green Bay or, like, go buy, you know, you know, go pick up another tackle, you know, to go put opposite Dwayne Brown. Whatever, man, we'll, we'll do it. You know, if you want to throw it more, we'll throw it more. Like, you have to do that this offseason because at the core, uh, another core piece of Russell Wilson's beef is like, man, Pete, we've been doing it your way since the Super Bowl. We've been doing it your way. The last five years, it ain't got nowhere. It ain't got no further than we did before. We didn't. We did it my way for eight games, and you gave up on it. Oh, man, have more faith and let Russ cook. And by extension, have more faith in me. So that's what the Seahawks have to do. You got to double down on your faith in Russell Wilson because he doesn't sound like you know, irregardless of like whether he has a point or not with his arguments, he doesn't sound like a man who has faith in the front office to build around him. And you need to restore that faith if you're Pete Carroll. Um, that's the priority number one for the 2021 offseason. You know, the, the, one of the issues you run into when you say I will buy an offensive line is, like, the hit rate on first-round picks is 53%. The hit rate on free agents is, like, 33%. So, you know, it's like everyone says, like, well, you just put throw money at the problem. It, it doesn't work that way, right? It doesn't. I, I think, and you're much closer to the situation, I think Antonio Brown playing and playing well in the Super Bowl, I think that triggered some of this because there was only two guys that Antonio Brown worked out with, right? And one was Russ and one was, was, uh, was Tom Brady. And Tom Brady had the pull to make it happen. And I'm sure Russ said, hey, man, Antonio Brown wants to play with me. And they were like, we can't do that. We, we, we can't do that. I mean, again, it's, a, it's one player, but it's the micro of the macro problem. Is that a reasonable thought? Yeah, it, it is 100%. I'll take it a step further. Russell Wilson played in the Super Bowl in the, in the 2014 season. Who did he lose to? I was saying seven years later or whatever it is, who's, who's in the Super Bowl again and who's wearing a suit sitting next to Goodell? Like, there were all kinds of triggers, you know, in, in that game. But yeah, I think A.B. is one. I think losing to Tom Brady and then having to watch Tom Brady play in, I don't know, what, four or five Super Bowls uh, since Super Bowl Forty Nine. Like, Brady's been able to sustain greatness and get back to the Super Bowl multiple times. So you got Russ sitting there next to Goodell. He's watching the guy that beat him in the Super Bowl. He's watching the guy he wanted to help, have him help get to the Super Bowl in A.B., He's watching Patrick Mahomes have to do what Russ does every week, which is run for his life. And then he's watching Tom Brady do uh, what Russ wants to do, is stand there behind a great O-line. Like, all of those things were the trigger. It was A.B., it was all that. Like, Russ was sitting there fuming, you know, and you could see it on his face. Like, I think all of that really made him really upset and kind of sparked the media tour he went on immediately after Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. It's interesting, like how how we're completely thinking alike on this thing, and I just it it's it's going to be fascinating to see how it how it how it plays out. Uh, you you had Orlovsky on your pod. I I saw what did Orlo, did Orlovsky think that Russ was playing well down the stretch? Because part of the why they stopped the let Russ cook was when they played Arizona, he was so bad, right? Some of the odd decisions he made that they were like, mm, we got to get back to a little bit more conservative. What Orlovsky say? Well, I think the thing about the let Russ cook is that 
Pete Carroll was never – Russ did play bad down the stretch. Like, with all these numbers, I don't really care what Russ's camp, as people have to say, like, by every metric, his performance, even independent of the guys around him, was bad. Right? Like, I don't care what anyone says, right? Like, his yards per attempt, his completion percentage over expectation, his uh, explosive passing, everything was just bad. Like, his numbers suggest that he was no better than Jared Goff from weeks about 9 to 17. Like, no lie. It was that just, like, off. So I think, like, no one can really dispute that. But what Russ will probably dispute is the reason why. Like, all of us can crunch the numbers and the tape, but do we really know what happened behind the scenes to, like, influence the on-field product, right? Because Russ will tell you the separation is in the preparation. Well, if our preparation was trash because head coach wants to do A and I want to do B, offensive coordinator in the middle wondering what the hell, who the hell to make happy, you know, that would explain why you go out there and get your butt by a mediocre Giants team, why you can't score in the second half against Philly, who's trash, who doesn't have a defensive coordinator anymore, like why you can't put up more points in the second half against Washington. You know, like all of these all of these things can be explained probably more with some stuff that happened behind the scenes where instead of just like I watched the tape, I crunched the numbers, Russ played bad. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep, no question. There's, absolutely, there's, there's, it's a lot more nuanced and layered than the, than the very average, look at the numbers, look at what happened, th- that's the end-all, be-all. Mike, I really appreciate you joining us. You do a great job. Uh, let's do this again. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you, Doug. Thank you for having me. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I don't know why people... People do this, but uh, they do. They take shots. And it's one of those hard things about compliments, right? When you give a compliment, you want to be careful on that compliment not to throw shade on somebody else. But that's exactly what Brandon Ingram did. You know, it's exactly what Brandon Ingram did. Uh, This is Brandon Ingram of the Pelicans talking about Zion Williamson, his teammate the other night. I've never played with a player as talented as me. Um, he's a generational talent where you don't know what you're going to get from him every single night. This is going to be something different. It's going to be something exciting. And uh, I like to feed off that. Or I like to come into the game and be ready because I know he's going to be ready. So uh, it's good to have another all-star beside me and having the same mindset as me going into games, just going to just try to be the best player that he can be. Okay, let's, let's do a couple of things here. Okay. Um, do you, (laughs) can we start with the Brandon Ingram saying he's never played with a guy as good as him. Now, everyone takes that as a shot at LeBron and it probably is right. But first of all, like Brandon Ingram ain't that good, (laughs) right? Like, let's just, let's just start with the things that matter. Before we talk about Brandon Ingram and whether or not he's taking a shot at LeBron James, can we first say that Brandon Ingram ain't that good? There is no, no one has ever said he's a generational talent. He's a good player. Um, He's a good player who's, you know, better inside the three point line than outside. He's a mid range scorer. He's, he's a broke, he's a poor man's version of Kevin Durant. He doesn't rebound as well. He doesn't pass as well. He doesn't defend as well. He doesn't shoot as well. He's really, really, really good. So the idea that, one, he's throwing shade at LeBron James is possible. Part of it is, here's a guy who actually thinks of himself as a generational talent, which he is not. Then you go to the LeBron James thing. Now, what you have to understand about LeBron James is everyone's opinion of somebody else is based upon their perspective, right? I'll give you an example. Okay, so I'm sure I have a reputation in my business. I've been doing this for a long time. Now, John Ramos and Dan Beyer, they've been working with, we've been working together for four years now, right? Four years. So their opinion of me is firsthand knowledge, but also of these last four years of my life. If you would have taken a snapshot of me during my first year at ESPN, 
or my second year at CBS and you worked with me then, again, firsthand knowledge, but a different time in my life, you might have a different opinion. You might have the same opinion, as well as somebody who didn't work with me might have an opinion of me. Does that make sense? Okay, so while we're sitting here going, man, he's throwing shade at LeBron James, and he is. Keep in mind that Brandon Ingram played one season with LeBron James. During that season, LeBron James got hurt and then went off the reservation and became very negative about his current teammates and wanted them all traded for Anthony Davis. Ultimately, that trade was pulled off. In the meantime, when LeBron returned, he wasn't particularly good. He wasn't totally engaged. And the team got worse, not better. So for Brandon Ingram, his thing is like, I get, I'm sure he's probably like, look, I get how good everybody thinks LeBron is. But from when I played with LeBron James, he wasn't really coachable. He wasn't really engaged. He wasn't the guy who everybody thinks he is. That's my perspective. And you know what? I can't argue with that. So while Brandon Ingram is wrong about himself and his level of talent and he's given praise to his teammate and he's, he's wrong about LeBron James because LeBron James is by any definition a generational talent. From his perspective, he knows more about each guy and he's basically saying when I played with him. Does that make sense? Is that a reasonable argument? We don't have reasonable arguments in sports. Everyone is different and every person's opinion is different based upon their own opinion. And that opinion is based upon their own perspective, the time in which it happened. It's a lot like, like we do this thing about going back and look at, 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 at people's politics. You know, 20 years ago, Joe Biden voted for this. Like, okay, but 20 years ago, our 20 years ago, we viewed marijuana completely differently. 30 years ago, we viewed divorce and interracial marriage completely differently, let alone 40 years ago. Right? Like 40 years, when you were a little kid, when people, when they had, inter, and yet, you, you, but when you, I first moved to California, I remember how many people, there was interracial marriages, and, and I remember, like, even my parents were like, this is so different than when we lived in Milwaukee or we lived in, like, New York. Again, this is, like, early 80s. And now it's become very much the norm. Right? And, and that's the same. So many things are, we don't have the perspective of the time in which a statement was made politically. The time in which it's like, well, boy, the Beatles. I'm not sure I like those songs. Like, look, it was a completely different time in music. You know? People remember, they're like, well, President Obama's was against gay marriage, right? He wasn't necessarily against gay marriage. It was the legalization of a gay marriage. It was like, and some of it comes down to politics and how you have to say things and do things at the time. But uh, we evolve as people. It's, it's honestly, it's like one of those things where this is my, this is anyone who's reasonable's view, San Francisco, they, they took the names off of Lincoln and Washington off of schools because they own slaves. I don't know how to tell you this, but, um, most every country during that period of time had slaves. Right. Like we were on the we were on the we were evolving into a better form of people. Right. So if you if you want to be critical of of people, you have to understand the time in which something took place. Like George Washington, and Abraham Lincoln were incredibly progressive in their thoughts, in their speech, in their acceptance of different races in comparison to many people at their time. Like, well, why couldn't it just been like, do you, you have no perspective on the moment. None. None. You can't use our values of today and place them on, on people of 20 years ago. Just like you can't tell Brandon Ingram what he thinks of LeBron when you didn't play with him and you're forgetting that LeBron was a disaster in his first year. He was disengaged because, as everyone said, he got to Hollywood and he went Hollywood. 
you know, he wasn't into Luke Walton. He wasn't into his teammates. He didn't want to sit with his teammates. And when he got hurt, he disengaged and he wanted all his teammates traded. So you know what? If I was Brandon Ingram, I don't think I would blame him. I don't think I would blame him. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote live nation presents concert week now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.